Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Well, just when being busy <laughs> seemed like it was awful enough, we're about to get busier. Yeah, let's just let's just fill up every weekend, both days, until December. Well, and not <laughs> to mention the multiple practices during the week. And then don't forget what's going to happen is he's going to have cross-country practice until 4 o'clock every day. And then he's going to need to be at his soccer practice by 7.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But keep in mind, soccer practice is going to get earlier when the school year at Servite really gets underway, isn't it? No, it'll stay Because his soccer practice didn't used to be at 7.30. That's because they were younger. So he's just arbitrarily chosen a later time because they're older? That isn't the point of our discussion right now. Okay. So I'm not going to go delving into a topic that isn't related to what we're talking about. We're talking about us being busier and why. And here's the thing. I already know that on September the 8th, Mitchell and Melissa have a cross-country meet. Joy. Guess they won't be going to soccer practice but, that night. That's a, a Saturday. Yeah. Is it? Well, I guess they'll be but, a soccer game that day. But I'll bet you there's going to be a soccer game that day. And I'm guessing that it's going to be in the afternoon. So he'll be able to make it. Uh, I think it's going to be crazed. Essentially, I bid you adieu, weekends. It's been fun. But goodbye. From now until December. And then even then, the high school season will start in November. But he won't have practices for the high school season, will he? Like, not on weekends? No, he'll just and have he won't have games Monday on weekends either. He'll have, he'll like... He'll Monday through Friday. Well, that's But he fun. can have games on weekends if they enter tournaments. And a lot of the high school teams oh. enter tournaments. So you may end up, instead of having to go to Vegas for um, January... We may just have to travel locally somewhere for a tournament. That's a lot. But so, and then, you know, you got both kids doing cross country. So there's going to be meets and, uh, you know, stuff of that nature. Just what I wanted right now. More busy, but that's okay. Yeah. Not like this was unplanned. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like we didn't know this was coming for like the last, since it pretty much, it's not like we didn't know. This was coming since the last time when it ended, so... Yeah. That's true. Hmm. We've been waiting. But we're just going to be busy, you know? And, like, this coming weekend, for instance. Um, That's why I'm going to multitask before the games this weekend. I'm going to take care of something I needed to get done. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that point is... <laughs> It dominates our life for one full weekend. Like, the normal time off that we get, usually, like, relax and do whatever we want. We're now stuck with a schedule yet again. 
You know, you're tied, you're tethered to that schedule. Yeah. That's okay. Well, that's the thing, though. We don't do it for us. We do it for them. And they appreciate it, so I guess that makes it worth it. <laughs> it's just like someone commented on the video that I did about the albino Chewini over here. Can't really call said, that anymore. They said that <laughs> they thought it was really, they could tell, they thought it was a nice representation of the animal and his expressions and stuff. But also that it really showed how much I care about the animals and how much warmth and love I show to the animals, right? And that made me feel good that that comes across because you know that's how I feel about all the fucking animals. I may tease the cats from time to time, but yeah, everybody's the same. I love them all. <laughs> They're all awesome. But it was like, oh, well, he's... He, he's just saying that because he has to. You know, that's why I was glad the person saw that I was saying it because right. he deserves that. Mm-hmm. Someone said something to me that made me think, and I'm not sure that their idea is a good idea or a bad idea. They were like, well, until he finds a home, hopefully you're letting him visit his old owner once in a while. And I was like... I don't know that that would be such a good idea. I think it would just con- I think it would just confuse him at this point. Because what I, I see, okay, people, you you guys tell us what you think about this, and then you will chime in. But and by the way, she doesn't know I'm going here. But Whatever like, question you're about to make, I'm also going to post a poll on Instagram okay. in our story for the next twenty four hours. People, people, don't. It's the word I'm trying to think of here. I'm completely lost my train of thought now. And that's been happening to me a lot lately. I was going to talk to you about that. You were talking about... Now I lost your train of thought, too. See? Um, you had been talking about taking Odie to go visit his old lady. Yeah, and that's right. And I was like, I don't know if that's such a great idea or not. And then you because I see, thoughts. okay, yeah, I see a foster home. Thank you. That re-triggered the memory. I see a foster home as kind of a transitional housing right. for the animal. Because, you know, Odie's here. And, you know, if you put him in a shelter, animal shelter, right, any of them, even the nice one over there, they're in a cage. And it's kind of small right but they're in a cage (laughs) and it's kind of small and they don't have a lot of human interaction right so by taking them in into a, a situation where we can be compassionate towards the dog and show him affection and try to fix some of the things like his weight issue we got right on that Right. So I see us as like transitional. We're taking the dog so that he wasn't necessarily in a bad situation. That woman loved this dog to death. You know she agonizes, and I should right. guarantee you she misses this dog. We're just making him a little healthier. But I guarantee you she misses this dog. Like, loves the shit you. out of this dog. And how could you not? He's so sweet. And yeah, mm-hmm. he has some he has some habits that are mostly gone now. 
where he did whatever he wanted to do because I think he did kind of push her around a little bit. That's kind of my guess. And then we found a very, I don't know, non-mean way to let him know that what he's doing is not appreciated. Well, right, and that's the thing. It's not violent. I mean, you don't have to yell and scream at him. It's great. But but here's the thing. What I'm getting at, though, is that I think that foster homes need to be more like a transitional house and less like a shelter. I don't think someone should be... While I think it's beautiful that you would want to, unless you're going to run it like a professional kennel, don't tell me you're taking... 35, 40 dogs at one right. time. Because <laughs> nobody can handle that by themselves. They need a staff. But that's okay if you've got the money. Go for it. But I think that the foster's job is to just transition that animal from whatever situation it's in to a better or at least as good situation. In other words, right. this dog probably had was living the high life, man. Eating whatever he wanted to eat. Telling her I want to go out and she would just open the door and let him go out and then he'd come back in. He could do whatever the hell he wanted when he wanted to. He had a doggy door. We both know this. Yeah. So this dude, (laughs) come on, come on, you can make it. This dude isn't used to not running the roost. Mm -hmm. So he pushes the envelope a little bit here and there. It was way more in the beginning, but now he's starting to learn his role and where he fits. Right. And so he's becoming more like dog and less like jerk. (laughs) <laughs> because, because, you know, he went through his little period where he was like, Mr. Scaredy Cat, afraid of everything. Oh, my God, I'm going to hide. To, hmm, I'll mostly hide. But here, let me stab you with this jerk attitude right here. And he'd throw something out there. No, I'm just going to lift my and leg first, and I'm going to pee on your yeah, wall. At first, you're like, what? What is he doing? And then you realize after a bit, he's pushing the envelope. And that was the first seeing, habit that left. And he's going to see where we're going to push back. And yeah, when we push back, though, he's not an idiot. He right. doesn't try to fight that battle. He's like, oh, whoa. That one both humans came at me on. <laughs> no more. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're done with that one. Like, it's true. Like, when we show the unified front, the both Yogi's the same way. When That's usually when Yogi will roll on his back. Is when he's decided not to listen to me, and he's decided not to listen to you. But for some reason, when it's us together, he's like, oh, I'll roll on my back and be all submissive. We bring down a bigger hammer together. It's just funny. He'll ignore you by yourself, me by myself. But us together, that little sucker is like, okay, I'm submissive. And he's a lot the same way. But he keeps pushing the envelope because he's trying to learn what his boundaries are. And what I'm impressed by, and that's what I want people to take out of this, is that this dog is loving and caring enough that he actually cares what we think about his actions. So if we show him displeasure, he picks up on it and backs off next time. Right. He's a very smart, caring, coachable dog. Well, like, like, most recently, he has this habit where he eats his food super fast Yogi eats his food super slow and daintily. So 
foster dog <laughs> he does he picks up a kibble and then he decides he doesn't quite like the flavor of that specific kibble right now so he puts it on the floor and goes back for another one and he'll eat that one and then maybe oh he'll God. even eat the next one but then he daintily puts the next kibble on the floor okay so this is the young dog matter of fact he's doing this as we speak it's funny that's and let's not even I'm talk laughing. about the bowl nudging that he does. Whatever. That's that's a whole a whole different podcast devoted to our dog and his neurotic tendencies. That'd be a great podcast though. Uh, the neuroses of the Yog Dog? No. Dude, do you know how many episodes you just got us? We can have a Yog Dog episode. We can have an Odie episode. We can have a Parker episode. Talking about their neurotic we tendencies. We can have Olive episode because even she's a little crazy. Have a you episode Olive a is a little episode. crazy. Olive's a little crazy, but the craziest bleeper in the house is the chubby. It's pretty girl, and that she. I would say the guinea pigs are between Olive and Pretty Girl on the cuckoo scale. Anyway, Mister Mister, I would completely off the rails over there. Okay, so the neurotic dog eats really slow. So cuckoo crazy dog dog. Yeah, you. But you got so many episodes. I can't even tell you how excited I am. You're welcome. Damn. We can have fucked up Fridays now. Awesome. Um. Anyway, um, what the fuck is happening? Anyway, okay. So then. The foster dog swoops in and he tries to eat the kibbles that the yeah, dog, dog daintily puts on the Yogi's floor. Yogi's being a slow poke about it. And so the other guy's like, yeah, take advantage. There's growling and there's been some snapping right. and it's yeah. been on both fronts. And I this morning I decided I was just sick of it. This, yeah, can't, this, can't, this can't go on. So I got out my trusty spray bottle and I put it on full assault. <laughs> Poor doggy. And Odie, he's like getting up in close and personal with Yogi's bowl. And Yogi starts growling. And the dog goes in. She goes oh, no. in for a floor kibble. And, and he was like, oh, my God, what just happened? What? And he, like, came slinking into the living room. And he gave me this look like, what the fuck did I do? And then, and then, <laughs> he sulks back over there. He's like, this is the best description of what happened I've ever heard. She's not going to shoot me twice. She's just not. She loves me far too much for this. He goes in for the kibble again. <laughs> so then, okay, he didn't. So try you're telling a me it took time. him twice. Okay. He didn't try a third time this morning. Okay. And now, as we watch Yogi and his neurotic tendencies consuming his bowl of food, uh-huh. is Odie anywhere near him? No. Nowhere to be seen. He's here probably he he's he probably comes. doing something rotten in the hallway. Yeah, here he comes. But still. <laughs> Poor Odie. Guilty until proven innocent. I think we should pause here a moment, and you should have to prove his guilt or innocence. You made the accusation. You prove it. What do you think, Odie? Would you like to speak in your own defense? Hold on, I need my phone. Odie cannot speak in his own defense if he keeps following you. Come here, Odie. Odie, come here. Well, people, Odie has turned his back on us. We are left to our own devices as I watch Yogi eat his food like a freak. He chews and chews like a dainty little flower. You know what, Chicken Little? I take it back. He was not being rotten in the hallway. He was being 
Good boy. He was just in the hallway. Good job. Odie. You're a good boy, Odie. So anyway, he's being good. He's not harassing the Yaga's dogs, and he wasn't pooping in the hallway. Yeah, he's just being a good dog. What's behind him there? Hedgy. Oh, it's the hedgy. I see. It was like an illusion. It looked like it was coming out from under him. It was. He was sitting on it. Is that a harness there? No, it's your backpack. You got a backpack on. Anyway, I so hope anyway. you enjoyed my description of the yog dogs eating in the oh, Um I think it's funny. Yeah. Yog dog neuroses. Well, they're pretty good. And, and he has some neuroses that we could talk about that would take an entire episode to cover. And you hit on two of them. So prepare yourself because in the upcoming weeks. You're going to hear. When there isn't something to rant about in our day, we're going to talk about the neuroses of the Yog of Dogs. The crazy things that Yog Dog does. The crazy things that cats do. And of course. We might have to lump the all the Odie. cats all into one because they're really not that crazy. Are you kidding me? Are you flipping kidding me? Parker. Is the most neurotic, psychotic cat I've ever met. It's why I love him. Okay? He's not the most neurotic. Olive? It's just fabulous. She's perfect. Schizophrenic at best. <laughs> psychotic at worst. So, you know, she's on a spectrum pretty badly. You say so. Over here. Okay? But then. You got the most neurotic animal in the house, maybe second most since Ozzy's been pretty neurotic lately. It's Pretty Girl. Pretty Girl's so neurotic. Yeah, she is. So? That's why I say let him fight it out. Survival of the fittest cat and fittest dog. Whoever wins, wins. Olive has already won survival of the fittest cat. How do you figure? Because she's the only one who's not constantly butthurt with one of the other ones. Oh, that's true. So or butthurt with the just, dog. You're saying she just goes to the side that, that she thinks is right. She's all pissed off about a new their animal. Food. She's all pissed off. <laughs> she's all pissed off about a new animal in the beginning. But once she's over it, she's over it. So Olive is that woman who doesn't ever work a day in her life because she's figured out how to make other men pay for her expenses. That's Olive. You just described that as Olive. Dude, that's every cat. They don't have to work a day in their life. All they do is fucking sleep because somebody's paying all their expenses. I don't know about that. Pretty girl, she's a huntress. She doesn't hunt in the house. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. She does. She does not. She does. Why do you think there's no rats in this house? Because Pretty Girl moved in, that's if why. Everyone... If it was left up to Parker and Olive, Dude. the rats would be freaking sitting on the couch, smoking a cigar, laughing at Hold us. Hold on a tickle. Were there rats before the fat one came into the house? Of course. Okay, but if you're referring to Mitchell as the rat, he's still here. <laughs> that's not what I was referring and to. And on that note, that's funny. it's time for sleep. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, crazy dogs. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, 
and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.